0: But what's the common thread? (laughs) Me, closing my eyes, giving myself a goddamn minute to feel what is true.
1: Help Me See is a podcast that redefines the word vision through vulnerable and real conversations my own private introspective ramblings about the things that I think about in the wee hours of the morning, and my deep core belief that your nothingness is your everything, and all you have to do is see. I'm Bianca Mora. I'm your host. I am an educator, a photographic artist, and I believe that your daily photo habit can be the key to unlocking the ability to be more present in your everyday life and live deeper into your intention and purpose. We're not about the small talk here. Grab your coffee, get cozy, and let's talk.
0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Help Me See. Coming to you from my car once again, tried sitting down to record this episode earlier today and I wasn't feeling it wasn't ready, wasn't ready to speak on this. Now that I'm on my way to pick up my son from school, naturally, is when it strikes. Like, okay, I'm ready, I'm ready to talk about it. Today we're talking about this idea that possibly, perhaps, maybe the one thing that has been holding you back, or something that you feel like you've been shackled to or anchored down by, that you were tirelessly trying to run away from but couldn't quite seem to get away. Maybe you're actually holding on to that thing for dear life. (laughs) Perhaps you're carrying it around with you as like a binky or your badge of honor or your blankie to go to sleep with because you don't know another way. Okay, for me, this is fear fear has been something that I have felt tied to my whole life, like, deeply and foundationally tied to. And when I say fear, I mean, like, literal, like, life or death, danger, safety type of fear. Grew up with a very loving, um, overprotective, very worrisome father, and it's, like, baked into my DNA. And When I
1: was in my NLP class, Neuro Linguistic Programming class, I volunteered to be a demo student
0: for a process we were doing around belief changes, and that's where someone guides you through revisiting where this came from and finding wisdom in the state basically not just looking at it and instantly vilifying, but understanding how it has served you and what it has been there to show you. So something that at this point in time seems so fucking obvious to me, and I can't believe it's taking me my whole adult life to realize this, But this being fearful in my body is love. If I were to let go of fear, it translates to betrayal. Now, logically, we know this is not true. But that's how I was living it, living with it. For me, being fearful means that you're proactive. It means that you care. Fear is love. Fear means that you care enough to be looking 147 steps ahead and considering every possible thing that could go wrong and moving accordingly, bracing yourself accordingly, or changing route accordingly to comfort the illusion of having some semblance of control and protecting yourself and loved ones. Okay, Not healthy, but true. Um, and uncovering this was such a huge moment for me. And it made this hugely ambiguous I will never conquer this. Um, I don't even know how to see through this thing, Mount Everest of a thing, turn into a really simple, like a rolling hill in the countryside, is kind of it. Like, yes, there's more than one hill. It's not nothing, but it is far simpler than I thought it was. So I'm sharing the specifics around this because I just feel really strongly about if anyone shares this background or this struggle, I just want to help open it a little bit earlier than... 20-something years in the making, really 30-something years in the making. Um, But on a grander scale, I want to share that you really know, you really do know everything you need to know. I've heard that so many times in the last couple of years. And I always felt like it was kind of bullshit. But after closing my eyes for a few minutes and being asked simple questions and coming up with that, the irony It's not lost on me. I thought about this after my trip to Sedona. I had another powerful experience uh, during uh, a visualization kind of meditation practice that we had. And again, it was just laying there and closing your eyes and being guided with a few simple questions. So... Yeah, two completely different formats, two completely different revelations, but what's the common thread? <laughs> Me closing my eyes and giving myself a goddamn minute to feel what is true. It wasn't even giving myself Time to think, like think through it or effort at it or really closing my eyes tight and uncovering this hidden gem. It was just opening up to a few layers, a few layers higher and just feeling like, oh, yeah. That's it. So what happens when you find yourself (laughs) holding the wand and realizing that it was you all along? It's me. I'm the problem. It's me. No. <laughs> um, at first, I felt kind of aggravated for a moment. And then honestly, I was just filled with relief and compassion for the whole situation. And gratitude for finally being able to see it for what it is. So now, what do I do with this information? What do I do with the knowing that some of the most powerful revelations I've had have been through me closing my eyes? And my primary modality for seeing and exploring the world is through opening my eyes and photographs and what do I think about this? I've been mulling over it. And what I've come to is, of course. <laughs> so, one of the things I feel most strongly about is how the photographs themselves our breadcrumbs, and they're not it. They're not the most important part of it. It's in the connections and the juxtapositions and the meaning that you make of it. And that happens outside of the physical object. It's what you do with it inside, in your heart, in your brain. So, of course, you know, what do we see, like seven billion things, like we take in 7 billion bits of information or something, I don't know, I'm probably totally butchering that, but I know that it's something to do with the 7, um, or, or we distill it down to 7 chunks, I don't know, here I go, okay. <laughs> It's just too much. If documenting every single thing turns into an obsession and a desperate attempt to figure something out, It can make things harder sometimes. I'm not saying that it never works because I'm a pretty obsessive person. <laughs> but I will say the most poignant, potent, deeply true things that I've come to understand and know and see and realize happen in the in-betweens and in the stillness and of course the most important photographs you could ever take are in the in-betweens so what comes up here this is a bit fresh This is an example of me speaking from the wound (laughs) or maybe not a wound, maybe just a fresh discovery, hot off the press, (laughs) two nights ago. (laughs) Um, What is this for you? What is your version of my fear? Is there something... That you have a story around holding you back and handcuffing you and being the thing that you can't figure out how to let go of and escape from. But really, you're the one holding on extra, extra tight. Because it's wrapped up far tighter in your whole identity than you realized What is that for you? Okay, so this is something, well, not exactly this topic, but this modality of closing your eyes to see is something that we're going to explore in this week's Friday's Help Me See Visioning Workshop. It is happening at noon Eastern time. And if you are interested in coming into a space where you have permission to just be and get curious about what you want to see this year and in this life rather than what you must do or accomplish or document, come join us. We're going to talk a little bit. We're going to have a couple exercises. You might want to take some notes. Probably going to do some journaling. And just uncover what you already know. And why should we do this? Why should we come together if I already know it? If I just need to take a minute, close my eyes and think for myself. And Because I know firsthand that you can go weeks, months, years, not realizing that you're not doing that. You know, that's why co-working spaces are so helpful. It's a container with an intention. And it is separate from all of your responsibilities and everything that you need to do. It's permission to shut it down for an hour and just connect with yourself. So if that's something you're interested in, check out the show notes. And if you're already signed up, you'll be getting an email with the Zoom link. And I'm so excited to see you on Friday.
1: I'll get you next time. If you enjoyed this episode and want to get in on actual conversations with me, join the Help Me See podcast private Facebook group. Every Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern time, I'll be hopping on live for Q&A on the latest episode and for free consulting if you need a bit of help thinking about ways to save your memories. Did you get something out of this episode? I really, really, really hope you did. And I would love to hear from you. I'm on a mission to empower you to feel peace knowing that you are not missing your life. One of the best ways that you can support me is leaving a review. And honestly, I'd rather hear about the memory you saved because of this podcast rather than any kind of accolade. Tell me how this podcast has impacted you. And one, I'll probably cry. (laughs) And two, I'd love to give you a shout out on the show. Take a minute and head out to the link in the bio to write a review now on the podcast.